remember um, Baby Bottle Pops? Yeah. Baby Bottle Pop. Baby Bottle Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Quieter, please. Baby Bottle Pop. Sexier. Slower. Baby Bottle Pop. Your definition of sexy. Baby Bottle Pop. Wait, you can do the sexiest Baby Bottle Pop song. Oh, that should be the intro. Intro started. We're doing the intro. We're already doing okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. Let me make sure airplane mode is on. Thank you. That's the sexiest thing of all. Let me make sure airplane mode is on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to try again. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I did it. You fucking bitches thought I couldn't. <sighs> no, I still don't think you can. I don't think you can. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> That's honestly preferable. Baby bottle pop. It's still better. It's still better. <laughs> Baby bottle <laughs> This is a haunted house from the early 2000s. <laughs> early 2000s bubblegum pop star haunting your Can you fucking imagine? Oh, I literally can't. Like, it's like, it's it's literally like the lady who sang Santa Baby, but like Santa Baby. I was like way thinking, worse. I was thinking it's like <laughs> remember how in the early two thousands there were like eight hundred bands from like Scandinavia or where the fuck? Yeah. Okay. All the girls in these bands sounded like I'm five years old, but I'm also very sexy. Yep. And all the guys sounded like. Come on, baby. Yeah. So you're just thinking of Barbie Girl. Okay, you're thinking Barbie Girl. There was more Girl. than one. There was Toy Box. No, there, there was, was more than one. Yeah. And I feel like there were more, and like it was, it was. It was they were all crazy. capitalizing on Abba's fame, but that we're getting away from the point. Do you guys Hannah, hear my Hannah. Wait, I have to go. Hannah's next day. You have to sing "Sexy Baby Bottle Pop." Why, why, why I have to go next? You fucking said you wanted to. Did I? Yeah. I didn't think. I didn't say I it wanted was, to go next. It was before I did my bad "Sexy Baby Bottle Pop," and I think I did change your perspective on life. So I do apologize for. I that. don't remember anything that I said or did before I. Heard <laughs> Lucky for you, my mind is a steel trap, and I remember exactly. I also remember. I said that. Yeah, you did. You said, oh, oh, I want to. Let me try. Yeah, you're like, oh, I want to do it. Yeah, that doesn't mean I want to go next. I need a time to. Oh, you were like ready. What, well, Noel? Do you want to go? I'll, I can do an impression of Santa, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I still can. I used to be able to do a really good impression. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then do that, but for, for the baby bottle pop. Uh, how does she sound? She sounds like a little baby. Santa, baby. Yeah, I, she doesn't yeah. sound like that. Whatever, shut the fuck up. I was doing an impression of you doing an impression of Santa, baby. You haven't heard my impression yet. So what is that? Uh, I've heard your impression before. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah, I have. I don't know. Let me think. No, it's not that. Santa baby! Santa baby! Santa baby! <laughs> Santa baby! Oh. Put a present under the tree for me. <laughs> I've been a very good girl. Santa baby! Yes! Hurry down the chimney tonight. Nice. Now do that. Down. Do that, but for baby bottle pop. Juniper, I don't think you. I mean, somebody. genuine attempts only, please. 
boy. I, here's you want to hear something terrible? I am genuinely tempting. I've been told many times that I only know how to be sexy by accident. I have never done it on purpose once uh, in my whole entire life, you guys. I love it. Because it would be, it would be mm-hmm. something more like a, like a Michael Buble, more like a... Uh, like a <laughs> Is baby he the one? Bottle pie. Baby. baby bottle pie. Bottle pie. Well, you sound like you know what, Elvis. Cat, yeah. Cat, that's the sexiest one so far. Yeah. But that's not saying much. No, it's not Hannah. <laughs> all right, I have to think about this. I mean, am I trying to be unironically sexy here? Is that... We're yeah. kind of all okay. over the board. I don't know. But... If I was going to be unironically sexy, it's either Michael Buble or more like a like a breathy, mm. you know, Mariah Carey. Baby Harry. bottle pie. Yeah. Like a... Baby bottle pie. <laughs> Baby bottle pie. Baby pie. <laughs> I sound like Bob Dylan. I feel like I eat a bottle pie. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it, guys. It's here's how it goes. Baby bottle pop. Baby That's bottle pop. Sexy. Funky little singer. pop. Wow. Gay little pop. Very good. Very good. Very good. This is perhaps the most unhinged intro yet. (laughs) Baby bottle pop. Baby bottle pop. Baby bottle pop. Try Britney Spears. Wait, I can do Marilyn Monroe. <gasps> do Marilyn. She sounds really similar to the Santa Baby. That's like. what I was thinking. Actually, I was thinking. But like, yeah. how does that one song go? <clears throat> Tropical heat wave. That's how she sounds. That's, baby that was unironically kind of sexy. Yeah, yeah it was. That yeah, was. it was. It was no, good. You just had to do it with Baby Bottle Pop. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. I started just like this. <laughs> <laughs> baby Bottle Pop. Wow. Whoa. I'm feeling a bit warm. Baby Bottle <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> yes! Uh, we got it! Well, uh, that uh, deeply unlistenable <laughs> segment aside, let's play some D&D. Baby bottle pop. That's disgusting. It's fucking nasty. Hi, this is your <laughs> fucking DJ. Uh, bringing you some nighttime blues, some tunes to sing you to sleep or wherever else you might go at this late hour. And my name's Noelle, and I play Fran. Oh my god. <laughs> my name's Juniper, and I play Corbin. <laughs> I really hate I'm turning into Spongebob. Spongebob. My name is Sexy Spongebob. I really I really do like hate it. No, it's bad. I'm 
Hannah, and I no longer have any concept of what voices are supposed to sound like. <laughs> They're supposed to sound just like this. <laughs> They're supposed to sound. And I play Slate. <laughs> Um, all right. So last time, let's see. Falda told you about a secret entrance into the industrial tunnels. Yes. Um, behind the sign of an abandoned hungry boy. Then uh, you got into the uh, the hidden cart on the other side of this uh, this hungry boy sign and went down into the darkness. And Slake, just in time, spotted the explosive charges on the track, just in time to save you all from falling to your deaths or or minor inconvenience. You fought a Delver, followed the tracks uh, of that exploded, um, and tried to kill you. All right, and then (laughs) oh, and also remember, uh, you also acquired Noel um, the the tooth the tooth bag. Yes, the bag full of teeth. I don't know that I did acquire it. I'm holding it. (laughs) Yeah, you. It's yours. I think I think Corbin bought it. Um, it was it came, it was thrown in. Oh no no! Oh, I, I forgot you were eating teeth. You fucking sickos. yeah! I've been eating teeth. Yeah, teeth bag. Teeth bag. I will teeth never bag. go hungry again. I am gonna put a limit on on that bag because I realized God. how badly it can be abused as soon as you immediately started abusing it. I don't know what you mean. I'm gonna say, <laughs> um, we'll say you can get one one gem per long rest. Okay. Uh, well, actually, do you want to consume any teeth to? Uh, you mean your... you mean gems? <laughs> They're teeth, teeth gems. too. Yeah. Okay, green cat. teeth. They're all teeth. Green. It's all teeth. Teeth, teeth all the way teeth down. Teeth all the way down. Teeth all the way down. Do um, you want to eat any teeth? I would like to eat two teeth. All right, Fran. Fran's munching on teeth. Two teeth? So I'm not munching on teeth. I'm swallowing two beautiful gems that are unrelated to all the teeth, and they're not teeth, and they're gems, and they're not they teeth. They are teeth. How do those teeth taste, Fran? They came from my mouth. How do they, how do they taste, cat? Uh, they taste like teeth. So, <laughs> like calcium and me everyone, just sitting here trying to think about what teeth everyone taste lick like. your teeth. That's no, what they worse. taste it's like. Literally, exactly what I was doing as I was like, "What it's do like they taste like?" Shock and like, you know, is what that I mean? what teeth taste like? Is no, that but, what your fucking mouth tastes like to you? No, but have you ever like I don't know, like you go to the dentist and they drill or whatever. Oh yeah, then you like powderized yeah, you tooth. Do. Yeah, you do. fucking disgusting. That's true. That's true. I'm just getting. More and more uncomfortable the more we talk about how teeth. You taste. told yeah. me it was teeth, and I gave you an out, and I don't pity you, cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does Fran say about the taste of the teeth? <laughs> pretty nasty. Pretty oh, gross. Pretty I bad. love it. It's a good crunch. It's like a fun little. You're it's crunching like a- them. She, the, Fran is taking them like pills. She's oh, swallowing them. Corbin's down. crunching. Ugh. It's like a fine wine. It's the tannins, you know. <laughs> I mean juice. I have nothing to say to that. I I jog ahead to walk with Selny and I say, Selny, can you teach me how to use this gun? <laughs> Selny looks at, down at the gun and then looks at you, Fran, and says, you point it, you pull the trigger. It's not complicated. Yeah, but like, like what's like, like, t- like how can I become proficient in this gun? <laughs> I would love to know. Point it a bunch of times, pull the trigger a bunch of times, figure it out. How many times would you say? Depends on how good you want to get. You want to get as good as me? 30 years. Level one good. <laughs> Corbin Corbin runs up and says, use me as target practice. Yeah, that's the first good idea you've had today. <laughs> I, I run up and I say, Selmy said you had a good idea. <laughs> I know, I heard. We're, we're getting back on good terms already. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, well... 
Uh, so, so that's cat. Yeah. How much will I have to do this to get my proficiency bonus when I roll this gun? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think if the rules of D and D, I think you'd have to multi-class into something that has proficiency. I with know, weapons. but that sucks. I'm sorry, that's but true. that's what that's suck. what that is. Uh, all right, so uh, you guys walk for a good 25, 30 minutes on these tracks into the darkness. It sucks. Sometimes they're, it's very steep, and uh, sometimes you basically have to climb down them like a ladder. And uh, all the while, Selny keeps pausing to listen and make sure there's no other carts coming down this track, though they would have a hard time of it since part of the track has been exploded. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do make it to the end of this track um, and crawl your way up onto a uh, narrow rock ledge where there is another cart sitting there, just waiting, waiting for someone to take this shortcut and uh, have a very unpleasant surprise. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? On the wall uh, nearest this ledge, there is a metal hatch, which Selmy unceremoniously just kicks right open. And uh, she ducks through. Um, and as she's going, I'm, I am I say, you know, Selny, I've been thinking. I didn't tell anyone we were going to be here. And uh, I'm assuming Corbin and Slake didn't tell anyone we were going to be here. Mary definitely didn't tell anyone. So. And uh, Selny, <laughs> well, as she's like, she was mid crawling through this hatch and she looks back at you and says, say what you're going to say. I think, uh, I think, I think Falda sold us out. Yeah, that's probably true. <sighs> There's a reason that I won't. I'm not gonna marry her. But she was so cool. She, she was. I mean, she still is. She's just a snake. <laughs> yeah, snakes are cool. A really cool snake. Take really this as a lesson, snake. kids. Cool people are always gonna betray you. <gasps> that must be why you hate us so much. And Selny uh, ducks through the rest of the way. <laughs> Got him! Oh. Yeah, we all high five and then yeah, we, we all high five. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, this hatch leads you out into a uh, narrow alleyway between two stone buildings. You emerge into this narrow stone alleyway here in the farthest flung corner of the city. Through the mouth of the alleyway, you see the the orange lights from the furnaces cast strange shadows everywhere you look. Great smokestacks connect to the ceiling, venting fumes of production out somewhere into the world above. When you uh, duck out of the mouth of this alley to take a look around, you see Torvaic banners litter the buildings here. And a line of workers trudging into the factory are walking past a uh, dwarf in purple robes who is spouting the same Torvaic nonsense that you heard in the red tier as well. Before you you charge out into the alley, though, Selny gives a, a quick to get your attention and uh, points a thumb towards a iron door set into one of the walls of the alley. And we all, we, we follow her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she doesn't like go through it. She, oh. <laughs> she just points at it. Oh, I what? walk towards it. <laughs> What's up, Selmy? What does it mean? Any of you know how to pick a lock? <sighs> oh. 
You're telling you wanna, me this door is locked? You want a rogue. <laughs> oh. um. Tell me, I can open this door, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> so how how knock works is we can we can unlock it, whether it's magical or not, mm-hmm. but it makes... A loud, a loud noise, noise. Yes. We, that is audible from as far as 300 feet. Whew. So if there was a reason for there to be a loud noise, then we'd be we'd be gravy. If there's yeah. any loud noises, we could wait in and do it during. I, you can I, make a perception check. I got, <laughs> I got a 12. <laughs> All right. Let's see if anybody else does better. Oh, yeah. I did good. All right. Uh, Corbin, as you you like like Aragorn, put your ear to the ground and listen. Nice. Yeah, I do. Um, yes, there are many noises uh, happening. the The trick is figuring out the Timing. rhythm, the cadence. Yeah. yeah, because they they are mechanical noises that are happening at a regular interval. So you listen and you pick out the different kachunks and right. and Whee! all those. Yeah, there's a big yeah. the rhythm of the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The rhythm of the city. Yeah, you start. You, Corbin starts doing a little. Yeah, we dance. we all start. We, we're like, doing stomp yeah, vibing. Mm-hmm. You're stomping. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So yes, you are able to pick out one loud kachunk noise that sounds roughly like the the knock, the knock sound. Noise. Okay. Um. So you are able to then uh, help Fran time out the spell. All right. All right. And I kachunk my way into an unlocked door. Uh, so but not not before I tell Selmy to look away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Selmy like turns around and looks back at the unlocked door and then <sighs> shakes her head. I did it with my non magical means. <laughs> Heads up, you can also use a gun for that. Oh, <laughs> well, friend is a proficient in guns, Selmy. If only there was someone who could teach. If only her. there was somebody who could teach her how to use a gun, Selmy. Free lesson right there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Mary, Mary, like, touches your arm, Fran, and goes, see? She's just mad. She's not mad at us. She's teaching you. I mean, I don't know, Mary. I am very cool. With every single word that Mary um, signs, her sincerity becomes less and less. <laughs> Mary's trying to look on the bright side. Mm-hmm. She's, She's a, naturally, a natural optimist. A natural optimist. All right, so you open this door and uh, you are in a some sort of a wastewater facility. There is a channel of churning sort of purplish water with an oil slick iridescence on it. Oh, okay. Uh, which is churning into like a big vat in the middle of this room. Actually, there's uh, a couple vats that are in the middle of this room where... Like in Batman. Just like, like in, in Batman. Batman. The only place that there are ever vats. Well, Nobody fall into any of these vats. <laughs> you want to hear my, my joke? Huh? Bat, Bat- Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Honestly, Batman should be called Batman. You're absolutely right. Really, if it, it weren't for vats, him. he would have no enemies. No, Guys, he wouldn't. Technically, the Joker is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Jeez, this doesn't seem very safe. Why'd you want to get in here? Selmy points to the other side of the room where there's a door. And then and she doesn't say anything else. She just points at the door. Do you think I could eat whatever's in these vats? Please don't. Corbin, Please no. don't, Corbin. I mean... I pull out some teeth for you. Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> to distract you. Corbin is immediately distracted and does eat the teeth. He's mollified. Oh, uh, really horrible. He's okay. molarified. So... <laughs> molarified fuck. <laughs> um, so, Kat. Yeah? To be clear... This is an obstacle we have to get across the vat without becoming the Joker. Or is it just a catwalk? There's just a catwalk. This is just set dressing. Okay. 
I walk across the catwalk cat. <laughs> I walk across the catwalk, but I do like a dance. Like I'm on yeah. the stairs and I'm eating yogurt. Be fucking, be fucking so careful. Please be so careful. Like. Corbin does cartwheels on the catwalk. Oh, so Corbin is like, please make dexterity saving rolls. No. And he's juggling, no, he's no, juggling his this. teeth in the air. We're not doing this. <laughs> Catching them Shut like, the fuck, fuck out. Fran, Fran walks normally. <laughs> All right. So you guys cross uh, over this room and to the next doorway, which this one is not locked. Oh, thank God. Phew. Phew. You open this door and it leads you into a room with a deep trench down the middle, which reeks of a charnel house. The bottom of the trench is stained with blood, which glows very faintly with some sort of a bioluminescent light. Uh, Corbin, will you please roll an insight check for me? Ooh, I have good insight. Yeah, you do. Corbin points at it uh, and says, blood. <laughs> I, you have to touch it and rub it between your fingers, you idiot. You taste it. She does that too. Hold on. Uh, 21. <laughs> 21. Corbin, you realize you recognize this pit from your dream. <gasps> Y'all, I've been here before, I've been here before, I've been here before. He touches the blood and licks it and says, salt. I, I pull Mary aside really quick and I say, I think Selmy might be mad at us. Mary, <laughs> Mary pats your hand, Slake, and then signs, you know, maybe we just have to learn to live with people being mad at us. I don't know if we're going to be living for much longer, Mary. <laughs> um, I, I say to Corbin, this is the place where they were sacrificing dwarves? Yes, it is. I look down at the glowing blood and I say, so that's... Blood. Oh. And Selny looks back at the water treatment plant and sort of shakes her head. All right. Don't want to think about the implications of that being right next door. Can I do some kind of like arcana check to try and like get a read on like what's going on here magically? Because I know it's like magic, but not magic. Yeah. 14. Uh, the blood definitely has magic in it, but the blood itself is not magical. So okay. it's like there is a magical substance that is in the blood. Like oh, spores. Okay. Um, mm. Are there bodies in here, Kat? There are no bodies. I guess the thing that like I'm curious about is why aren't they still here? Did they succeed? Did they why, move on? You mean why, why aren't they... Um, Currently draining people? Yeah. Because, like, they were like, maybe it's only a certain time of day. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you gotta gotta have a meal break. I wanna investigate the drain. Okay. That's a natural 20. Whoa. Uh, Yeah, so Corbin. Stay the fuck away from that drain, Corbin. (laughs) Corbin, you go to investigate the drain. Like, you don't know a ton about building planning or, like, the size of a drain that you would need for a pit of this size. Mm hmm. The the fact that blood is being drained into this pit seems like they're not really trying to drain the blood away. It's right. more like this. This is just the leftovers. Yeah, like this yeah. drain is just here so that when they eventually like flood this pit, then like the pit will be cleaned out. Right. But so perhaps they've taken the blood. Yeah, yeah, that like this, whatever's left in here is just sort of like the scraps of blood that they've left behind right. and they are eventually going to clean out. It is not like they are just dumping blood down this drain. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Because I do think they're trying to poison the water supply. Don't they need the blood for something else? Yeah, I think they're using it to make crystals and magic technology. But if they were going to poison the water supply with anything, probably be 
spores, because I'm guessing that's what's in this blood. Maybe. I think we need to find out more about mm. those spores. Um, wait. So Corbin tasted the blood. Yeah. Which had the magical stuff I in sure it. I sure did. And sure does did. have experience with eating mushrooms. I do. I sure do. <laughs> That's what's, a great point. What's I going on with me right now, Kat? Uh, hey, Corbin, can you make a constitution saving throw? Yes, I can. 18. Uh, Corbin, you feel faintly buzzy. Hmm. It's like drinking juice. Corbin goes back for Does Corbin... <laughs> Mary, no. Mary grabs you. <laughs> Does Corbin feel like similar to how he felt when he ate one of the stones? Like, is it like a magical buzz or not related to that? It does. It feels kind of similar to that, but it feels like it feels just sort of like your everything feels a little bit, just a little bit sharper, just a little bit elevated. You know, I feel a little bit elevated. Mary, Mary pats your hand that she has grabbed to keep you from going back for more blood mm-hmm. and. And then signs with her her other hand. Maybe let's not eat any more of the blood. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Selny has uh, she's crawled out of this pit. She immediately got out of this pit and up to the walkway on the other side of the room. She looks very pale. She looks kind of horrified. Yeah, I've investigated all that I would like to. Yeah, I'm going to follow Selny. All right, and Selny, um, she is looking down at the ground where there is a dagger uh, at the top of the trench. And Corbin, you recognize this spot as like this is where they were slitting throats and throwing bodies. Yeah. Um, and the the dagger has a broken tower etched into the blade. The blade itself is completely clean, though the handle is soaked in blood. Weird. Can I? Can I do like an Arcana check on this or something to see if it's yeah? Maybe the dagger is eating the blood. Well, I rolled a two, and I don't think I have good. Oh, um, dagger. Uh, no, Corbin, you look at this and you realize that what's happened is they wiped the blood off of the blade, but they couldn't get the blood out of the leather wrapping on the handle as easily. It's just basic blade maintenance. Basic blade maintenance. It's really not actually that fucking idiot. <laughs> uh. You're, so you're looking down at this blade, and uh, you do hear some footsteps in the hall. Please make me a stealth roll. Oh boy! Jesus Christ! I cast pass without. Yeah, trace we on saw it. cast without. Yeah, trace. that's well. That's probably what I use my spell slot up for, actually. All right. Oh, Jesus! I'm rolling like doubles on everything. Mary and Selny both rolled uh, 17. I got 22. 28. 28. 25. All right. You all just freeze in place. As these footsteps approach, you overhear in the hallway a uh, group talking as they pass by this door. And one says, we barely got anything from the last batch. If we keep pulling them off the street before they're fully inoculated, then what's the point? And the other uh, person says, well, we can't keep the boss waiting. The problem is the indicators still show up on habitual users who maintain a low tolerance and therefore a lower spore count and the last voice that speaks it sends an electric shock down your spine it sounds familiar it sounds way too familiar well next time just pick them up a day earlier keep them on a steady high dose for 24 hours that should give them the final boost of spore absorption before they're harvested was that my boyfriend so my fucking boyfriend. Do you go out? Do you try and look out the door? No, I know his voice. <laughs> it does. It sure does sound like him. I did think that I saw him earlier. 
I don't think that's the real Phelan. I mean, okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm just gonna say it, because we're all thinking it. He is the god of betrayal. I'm just gonna say it. Mary Mary shakes her head and signs, but Phelan wouldn't do this. He yeah, wouldn't be involved in this. Phelan wouldn't, but he's the god of betrayal. He said himself he doesn't always have control over his own actions. Uh, Selny takes a, se- takes a step back and looks at all of you and goes, hold, hold on just a fucking second. Did you just say your boyfriend <laughs> is a god of betrayal? Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Selny, like, walks a few steps away from you guys and, like, walks back and looks at you all for a second and then walks away again and shakes her head. I then just, like, raises her fists to the ceiling and shakes them in, like, absolute agony. <laughs> Oh, Rudy. <laughs> We're really in it now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're knee deep in it. We're in it. Um, hello. Welcome to the mid-roll. Hello. It's it's me, Noelle, and I'm doing two impressions of two different voices. <laughs> Very impressive. Yeah, I have I have really incredible control of my my vocal cord. Impression and impressive. Those words, those words are close, but they mean different things. Am I right? <laughs> You're so right, other English. Mean. Who invented that? What were they doing? You know, <laughs> astute observations, observational humor. Yes, today. classic Seinfeld, if I may. Which, of course, the greatest <laughs> television know, show ever made. I don't know why I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like don't feel like I would. Well, actually, this is this is Rudy. I've tricked you all, and you 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 were you were taken under a ruse. This is Rudy Basso, my mom. Yeah, I've tricked you too because my voice sounds way bizarre today, um, <laughs> like a frog. I sound like a frog. Which one of like my gifts? This is my grandparents. Uh, next to their sink, there was like a little ceramic frog that you put the sponge. You put your sponge in its mouth. Oh, cute! I was I loved it. I said, I must have this on Christmas <laughs> to my mother. Cute. She ordered it two weeks ago. Still haven't gotten it. Oh. S- supply chain. Supply chain. It's keeping the frogs from their sponges. Supply chain. Uh, speaking of supply chain, FYI, if, oh, okay. if you're... Uh, <laughs> this is also supply chain, yeah. Yeah. If you're a, a, a patron on the 10th level, just so you know, we are, we're, da- we're downloading the addresses. So everybody who's a patron right now will get um, an end of your gift, but we've had some supply chain issues. Yeah. So we are... I think we're going to be mailing them out sometime this week, but they might not get to you before the end of the year. And if you're a patron listening to this feed in addition to the other patron feed, whoa. Whoa. You're a super patron, in my opinion. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks, bro. (laughs) That's what it's all about. But hey, the reason I'm here, and I thank you, Noel, and I thank the rest of the dames. Of course. Is because I wanted to talk about something I did recently that's very exciting for me. Woohoo! You may have heard of Matt Koval, those of you who seek Dungeon Master advice. He has a company called MCDM. They make third-party Dungeons & Dragons supplements and products. If you ever want a castle, he's got a whole book on having a castle and a stronghold. Really cool. Um, My very close friend and former 
podcast overlord James Indracasso works for them. James! And my grandmom. <laughs> your grandmom. Uh, one of James's duties is he is the managing editor for, they do a monthly magazine called Arcadia. It's uh, filled with a few articles about Dungeons & Dragons stuff. Just like new rules, new monsters, new all sorts of cool stuff. And this month, December, my article came out, which is about cooking and eating the monsters you kill. Which is Hell fun. Yeah. I'm sure if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, you probably killed yourself a monster at some point. And why leave that delicious monster laying in the dirt? Why not harvest its body and cook it over the fire? So it's I'm a sure bunch of yeah. Corbin would be really interested. Oh, in this. Corbin would be into that. Yeah. It's I just also re- I saw yes. that there's like a food cart based. Part. Yes. So. <laughs> Uh, the the rules are there. You you basically harvest ingredients from either the monsters you kill or from like nature, and then there's lists of recipes. And if you cook the recipe and you eat the food, you get like a bonus. So if you eat the owlbear recipe, you get like advantage on perception using smell or sight because owlbears have good sight and good smell. It's things like that. And uh, yes, at the end, if you want to have a full-on foodie-focused campaign, I have a few uh, like pitches on how to do it. And one of them is food cart. So you you could have your own food cart. One of them is run a restaurant. Uh, the other one is like big game hunters seeking out the most delicious foods for the food black market back in the city. So nice. Yeah. Um. So. Check that out, Arcadia. I think it's $10 on their Patreon, and it gets you all the back issues, too. So that's 11 magazines for $10, less than a dollar per magazine. And, you know, going forward, it'll be all future Arcadia issues as well. And I'm going to be on their YouTube channel on January 7th doing an interview with James to talk about that along with the other authors in my issue. So that's nice. pretty exciting, too. Check out my Twitter. I'll put links there, at Rudy Basso. Thank you, Noel. Of course. Thank you, thank you, Rudy. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you. Uh, and then also, I want to thank all of oh, our yeah. moderators on the fan Discord. Thank you. Thank you. I know there's only a few of you and there's a lot of people, but you're all doing an amazing job. And I thank you so very much. You are great. We appreciate you. So as as always, we would love to thank our wonderful patrons. Um, and and Rudy is, is also familiar with you guys as he he is a wonderful asset in managing our Patreon. Oh. So I would love to thank our new patrons, Official Anarchy. Stephanie. Little Leoness? Leoness. Like a pun on Little Lioness, maybe? Probably. Little Leoness. Little Leoness. Bethany. Nina. And Starbuck. Oh, like Starbuck. I get it. Like (laughs) Starbuck. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. And also, I would love to thank our Apple Podcast reviewers, because as has been mentioned once or twice, 
It really helps us uh, with getting new listenership when we have a lot of ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much to Person Dude Guy Yup Yup. Person like Dude I, Guy Yup Yup. I think I've seen you before, Person Dude Guy Yup Yup. I think, oh, I, I think you've committed a crime, and I thank oh, you for no. it. Oh, no. Apple police are on their way. <laughs> thank you to BTB918. Thank you to Molshog. Molshog. And thank you to Becca Hills. Becca Hills. Okay. Possibly. And Be- also, yeah. thank you to Parker the Pop-Tart. Oh, and thank you to Frogger4351. Also, just really quick, I don't I don't know if the Great Britain ones show up on here. So thanks to Rabe XE1578 and Talius Sastin. I'm not sure if I already thanked you, but if not, thanks. Well, double thanks, possibly. Wow. Possibly double thanks. Um oh, that was a real good Owen Wilson wow. This is a an episode of impressions. Impressive impressions. Impressive impressions. And actually, plot twist again, Rudy was never <laughs> here. It was me the whole time. <laughs> Yes, me, Noel, the whole time. And speaking of impressive, listen to this. Ready for a rules-light, narrative-failing-forward, collaborative storytelling, tabletop role-playing game? Unsure of where to start? Powered by the Players is an actual play podcast featuring mini campaigns and one-shots of all your favorite Powered by the Apocalypse games. Each campaign or one-shot will be a different PBTA game with a rotating cast of diverse players. We've got Masks, a teenage superhero drama. Bluebeard's Bride, a feminist horror retelling. Monster of the Week, a supernatural mystery. Escape from Dino Island, a Jurassic Park-inspired adventure. Crossroads Carnival, a Depression-era sideshow noir. The next game we play could be yours. So join Morgan, Kristen, and Diana. And let's power up. Follow us on Twitter at PBTPlayers. Subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. And last of all, a message to the wonderful Chantel. Rudy, what would you like to say to Chantel? Oh, uh, I hope you had a happy holiday and a lovely new year. Hi. Well, that's nice. Have you ever met Chantel? No, I haven't. Chantel I did not, not attend conventions. If you come to Minnesota, you can, you can meet Chantel. And you two will be enchanted by her whole vibe. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Chantel... Um, I'm going to see you later this week and, uh, you're the best. And the code word is, I don't know how to pronounce this. I chose a bad code word. <laughs> what do we think? Ba-queer-oz. Queer-oz. Ba underscore queer Oh. This is the abrasion detective. Go. Can Fran like peek her little her little head around and try and see if Phelan looks normal or if it's really him? Yeah, you yeah you can peek your head around. I'll let your your last stealth roll ride. Thank you. And uh, you peek your head out of the door, and you only see two people in the hallway. What the fuck is going on? Hmm. Cat time. She's winking at us. Cat, you can't do this. <laughs> Cat. Catherine, 
This is Phelan. Stop it. It's our boy. It's our good time boy. It's our good time boy, Phelan. <laughs> it's our sweet cheese, Phelan. Yes. He's your rotten soldier. He's our rotten, rotten soldier. soldier. Fucking rotten soldier. And you know that. You know that, Catherine. <laughs> oh, she's kissing at us. Stop oh it. Oh, my God. Stop it. Oh. Being bombarded with physical emojis. <laughs> <laughs> the emojis are manifesting physically in my house. <laughs> so I see two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are just rounding a corner and uh, walking away from you. Are they dwarves? They are dwarves. But, like I don't get the feeling that like somebody was just ahead of them. No, <clears throat> no, okay. you definitely. There is definitely only were two if, ever two people in this hallway. What if we pray to Phelan and are just like, hey, uh, you up, you up? Yeah, you up? Like what's up? Like what's maybe we on? should. Maybe it's time this for you? a prayer. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's time this for a you idiot, yeah. Phelan. Yo, hey, at Phelan, this you bitch. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's time. You know who's gonna love it when we pray? Selene is gonna love it. Selene's so gonna much. really She's love gonna, it. Like, absolutely love it. Um, I I I turn to Selene and I say, "Hey, can you keep watch for us for just one second? Can you just?" And Selene looks at all of you and goes, "Are you about to do something that I am going to disapprove of? You don't have yep. to watch. I'll oh, take watch." <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, and you all sit down in a little prayer circle. Yeah, you hold yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. And I, I would assume that the dagger that Phelan gave me probably like popped out of existence when he had no magic and is now back. Would yeah. that be accurate? That would be accurate. So I, I take out the dagger that he gave me, and I hold it in my hands, and I say, "Dear Phelan, this you, <laughs> you get." The feeling that your prayer is unheard. Unheard. It probably can't get through the ceiling. What if he's like replicude? What if he's like. What if he's replicude? What if he's tied up somewhere and there's a fake Phelan running around? Corbin wants to pray to Phelan too, really quick. And mm-hmm. he says, Oh, dear Phelan, it's okay. If this is you, I won't be mad. And I promise I won't tell Fran, but you can <laughs> tell me. I get it. You just tell me. It's okay. You get the feeling that your prayer is unheard. God damn it. <laughs> really thought that was going to work. Oh, jeez. Carbon, I heard the whole thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> if, if Phelan were down here, could he hear us? I well, think he'd be able to hear us no matter where if we were. If he but was magic- down here, he could probably hear us. But could he hear us outside of here if oh. our prayers are going through like the cold? Yeah, the door. The cold iron. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, well, that would mean he's not down here at yeah. the very least. Uh, or know? at least it's not the Phelan that we're that we know. Yeah, that although that's know. the implications for the Phelan that we do know are worrying. I mean, I feel like we're not going to figure it no, out. No, no, no. I just wanted it. to. I just wanted to try and and maybe just maybe get see. some resolution. Maybe just, just, just like maybe answers. see like who that is, and like if we can't, then like yeah. I guess that's fine, cat. Because <laughs> we didn't even want to know that badly anyway. Yeah, cat. We don't really really care that much about Phelan. Like he's not even like one of our top twenty he's, favorite characters. You know, what? he's not even one of my top twenty uh, sweet cheeses. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So I guess. Mary, do you want to try just in case? Uh, Mary closes her eyes, internally prays, and then shakes her head and uh, takes her hands back to sign. I don't think any prayers can get through this. I mean, Swan certainly was barely able to report to me, and he wasn't even as deep as we are now. But these people, they're, they've been sacrificing people in order to communicate with Torva, right? Maybe Torva's down here. 
I mean, Torva's in the void. I'm just thinking, like, what if we, like, what if we make a minor blood sacrifice and try to pray to Phelan? Oh, I'd I, do it. I'd volunteer. No, I'd volunteer. I, can, I can do it. Um, <laughs> Fran's like, no, no, no. I will lead. I will do it. Oh, my God. So I think Fran is going to, like, walk over to the edge of, like, this drain and cut her hand mm-hmm. and say, for the betrayer, Phelan, are you okay? Uh, you get a very brief, it's not like an image, but it is a sensation mm-hmm. of cold wind and a high mountaintop. Okay, so he's where he'd said he, he's where he's, he, he's he, where he said he'd be. He's, he's where, he, he's where, you know, he's there. And then, <laughs> you, and then you feel that sensation mm-hmm. almost feels as though it's physically taken from you. And you are left with just the cold and the dark and the deep feeling. As in, like, no magic feeling. Okay. Not as in, like, Phelan was sucked through the top of the mountain. <laughs> it feels like it feels like that, that high, beautiful, you know, c- clean air is just taken from you all at once. Okay. Um, as though it is snatched away. So mm-hmm. did that happen to Phelan? Well, I tell you guys what, what I saw. <laughs> when when you pray to Phelan, it's it's not like he could just show you whatever, right? It it it's Mary. She signs. I could never communicate verbally when people prayed to me. I could only ever give them a sign. I don't know what that sign is supposed to mean. I I tended to go for you know. Drops of rain and scatterings of flower petals, that sort of thing. That sounds nice, Mary. <laughs> I tried to make it nice and not spooky. Yo, Phelan sure didn't do that, did he? Is he no. on the mountaintop? Did he get sucked through the mountaintop? Like, as though through a tiny little straw? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He got sucked into a straw. He got sucked into a straw. Right down the drain. Right down the blood drain. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> He's probably stuck in there right now. <laughs> no, he's he's. Oh, I, I'm sure he's not <laughs> stuck. Let's just we've gotta we gotta we gotta figure out what's going on down here with the spores and find Swan Roxon and and we'll find this weird fake Phelan on the way. All right, we'll rescue real Phelan from the drain. We've all been in the drain. It's not that big of a deal, you guys. <laughs> on another note, if they wanted Swan Roxon and they were like into his blood, does that mean that he'd been using the spores? Mary shrugs and then signs, or it means they want his magic blood for other stuff. Oh, because he just has magic blood naturally. And so do we! (laughs) (laughs) Mary, um... Rings her hands a little bit and like rubs a, a scrape that she has from the last fight where you can see that her blood is fully golden now. Mm-hmm. And she sort of smooths that out and wipes the last little droplets of blood away. And uh, she looks down at the pit and then over at you, Corbin, and signs, How sure are you that they were trying to summon Torva? Maybe. Maybe there's something else going on here. I mean, maybe they're trying to make a body for him? 
I mean, all they said was it was for him. They didn't say. Because I would assume if they wanted to get a body for Torv, it would need to be incredibly magical. Right. So they maybe are trying to create a distilled magic body. Isn't that what Fioni's vessel was? Basically. Yes. Yeah. And she's just signing this one word like um, absently with her hand. Barry, she's okay, Barry, away from okay. the- I'll drink all the blood before they can make Corbin. No, I I put my I put Phelan's dagger back in the bag of holding, and as I do, I see my utensils, and there's a straw in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stare at it. <laughs> Well, I guess the only way, the only way up is through. And uh, Selny turns around from her, her, where she was, uh, keeping lookout on the door, and she says, "You guys done? Yeah, we're done." Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Selny does not give a shit. <laughs> uh, the dagger. Should we take it? Yeah. I want to cast Detect Magic on it before we take it. And also, Detect Magic is, like, throughout the room. So if there's anything else we've missed, yeah. I'll see that, too. Cool. Um, so when you cast Detect Magic, uh, this is not a inherently magical dagger. Okay. Uh, but you can tell that there is, like, magic that is soaked into it from the amount of blood <laughs> it has been coated in. It's So it is... Mm-hmm. It has that, again, though, when you're looking at this magic, it doesn't look like the magic of the gods, the magic that you all have. It's it's different. It looks different. And um, why don't you, can you roll me a, roll me another arcana check. Let me see how much you can do. That would be 17. 17. Okay. When you're looking really closely at this stuff, at this, the blood that is soaked into this dagger, Mm -hmm. what you can tell is that it's, like I said, it's not it's not the same magic. In fact, it reminds you most of the way demon magic sort of feels and looks when you look at it. It, it feels like something out of the void. So I, I, I kind of like narrow my eyes at it and I say to Slake, since Slake probably is more familiar with the, like the creation myth of, of Avalis more than us, I say... Um, Giants came out of the void, right? Or or they lived in the void? That's what they say, yeah. Okay. Um I'm wondering if that's the kind of magic we're dealing with. If th- these mushrooms are somehow feeding on what's left of those giants down deep under the earth. <sighs> After all this time? I don't know where else they would be getting their magic from. It's not like the kind of magic that the gods have. So they're giving people these spores from these mushrooms, and then there's void magic in their blood, and they're using the void magic blood to construct a vessel for Torva. Maybe? Which would mean that Torva would have god magic... And void magic, then, with the new body? Mary signs, we can stand in this one room and theorize all day, but we'll probably find more evidence if we 
look around more. Well, Mary, I just want to sit here and shoot the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a cozy room. <laughs> I think I wouldn't mind leaving. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys slip out the door. Um, there is uh, another door across the hallway directly across from the sacrificial pit uh, where there are a couple dozen thin mats laid out in rows, but no occupants. You follow this hallway down to a main chamber where dwarves in dark blue robes are milling about, comparing notes, chatting. In the center of this room, there is a large tree made out of coils of cold iron wire sculpted with such delicacy that the leaves sway in the ambient air currents of this room. The spiral staircase heading downward wraps around the base of the sculpture. At the back of the room, there are stairs upward, which lead to two heavy metal doors, one of which is currently propped open to reveal a huge workshop within. On the opposite side of the room from where you are now, there's another hallway, and you see another one of these blue-robed dwarves carting a bin full of glowing bones out of that hallway and up to the big workshop. Dwarf-sized bones? Yes. So we're just, are we just out? You're just sort of like hiding in the shadow of this hallway currently. Okay. Um, I don't know. I say to Selny, what now? Selny looks at you guys and then shrugs and she says, find your friend. I don't know. This is the Tidacairn? Yeah, I guess. I've never been in it. You seem so confident up until now. Yeah. <laughs> and Selny just shrugs and uh, she she leans out to look at, at the room and she looks back at you guys and says, well, I think we can assume dwarves in the blue tidacairn robes are carting fucking bones. Whoa! Mary pats your hand, Fran, to get your attention, and then signs, I don't think you should touch any of them. <laughs> Got it! Oh, I wasn't fuck. gonna touch the bones. Jesus Christ! Mary, you're who? who? Stone. Mary Survivor. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna say, so uh, I guess we should probably get some blue robes. Yeah, I think that's the first thing we need to do. So then we need to grab some boys. Okay. Or girls. We need to grab some people. We need to grab some fellas. All right. How do you want a body snatch? I want to wait until yeah. somebody walks by. Yep, this hallway. Yeah. Okay, so and let's actually for, before before we begin snatching people, let's cast silence. Ah, yeah, good yes. call, good call, good right. call. So that if they like yell, or try yell and try to scream, scream. Mm-hmm. we'll be like, no, no, no. All no, right, don't you think about it? <laughs> oh, you can think about it only. <laughs> That's how it'll sound. That's how it will sound. <laughs> All right, which one of you is going to do the body snatching? I mean, it's got, it I could mean, only be Slay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And Sally. Yeah, we, we need more than yeah. one person. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless we're going to, like, well, I don't know, magically duplicate a rope. Yeah. I, I don't think I have something like So we'll this. need so a I mean, like, four, the thing is, is like, five people. Yeah. We're going to take five. Yeah, we could just throw people into the pit. Well, okay. So I I say to Selny and Mary, I say, I think for this kind of a mission, it should be just be as few of us as possible. Mary, maybe you and Selny can go back out into the district and we'll signal you if if we need help. Mary. And you signal us if, if if 
if we need help. <laughs> Mary nods and uh, she does cast silence on like the area mm-hmm. just out like the end of the hallway where you're going to be doing your snatching mm-hmm. and then gives a thumbs up. And uh, Selmy takes a step back so she's not in that area and can speak. And she says, all right, don't fuck this up. And then she grabs uh, Mary by the shoulder and steers her away. We've never fucked anything up, strong Selmy. See you soon. Goodbye. I wave. She's worried about us. <laughs> all right. So then we are, we are lying in wait to snatch these, mm-hmm. these all right. robes. Um, and as Selmy and Mary are walking away, you hear Sally saying to Mary, all right, so we're going to have to come up with a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they turn down into the uh, the room that you came in through and they are gone. Mm-hmm. And then does does anyone pass by us? Yes. Yes. So you, uh, the dwarf that you saw earlier who was uh, carting that bin full of bones around, he's coming around your way. Oh, but he's got that bone bin. He's got a bone yeah, bin. Yeah, we he's, should. He's whistling. He's whistling a little tune. He's whistling. Uh, I can't whistle, so I need somebody else oh, to oh, get. Oh, wait, I know what he's whistling. Wait. <laughs> that was exactly what I wanted to be whistled. Bone, bone dwarf, coming your way. We could also hide in the bone cart. <gasps> and oh only my one of us. God. Okay, but then Noel has to wear the uniform because if Fran touches the bones. <laughs> Like, you're right, you're right. Okay, okay. They okay. will just literally explode. disintegrate into ash. Okay, so Fran's going to have to push the bone cart, you know, with her big, strong arms, and the rest of us climb into the bone cart. Yeah, with Fran's all... famously strong arms. Correct. All right. It's like, if you're, if you're doing the grabbing, why don't you make me a... A grab check. Yeah, a grab check. I'll I do think, a grab check. I was. I think it'll be a, a strength contest to, oh boy. to do it. Oh, golly. To do it stealthily. Oh, to do it without this guy resisting. Ooh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. 17. All right, he does not even slightly resist. He's like a rag doll in your arms. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> the moment Slake touches him, he just ragdolls. Oh. <laughs> His bones dissolve. He does, actually. It, um, you notice as you grab him, like, he feels very, like, emaciated when oh. you grab him. Like, you could just snap this little guy in half. Jeez. Uh but he does start hollering, and that hollering is like he doesn't even get a, a single he takes sound a breath, out. and then yeah, he gets takes a breath, and you can see him screaming in your little bubble of silence. Oh yeah. Uh, but he, he, and then he looks around and he realizes he can't, he cannot be heard. Um, <laughs> got it. What are you guys gonna do with him now? This is oh. like when you got the bird, you got the hawk in the bag. <laughs> we're gonna drag him. I mean, we're right next to our little entrance, so we're gonna drag him backwards. We should throw him in one of the vats. Ooh, I don't want to make a Joker. I was thinking it would be. We fun. are not gonna make a Joker. Okay, Mm-mm-mm. fine. Mm-mm. Nobody's getting Jokerified today. All right. Um, we should tie him up and put him in the pit. Yeah, we're gonna tie him up. Yeah, that's a great idea. We're gonna put him in the pit. Yes, and we should like we not could- rip his tongue out, but like, sorry. What? Yeah, whoa. Um, where, are we, where are we going? We should keep it from making noise somehow. We, a gag, maybe? <laughs> so I yeah. I want to first preface by saying I don't want to rip his tongue out. I don't want I mean, to rip his tongue out. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to rip his tongue out. I don't want to rip his tongue out. I mean, I, I don't want to rip his tongue out. Like, I would never. Like, I would never propose that we rip anyone's tongue out. And I just want to put But, like, we should do something comparable to that that creates an aura of silence within his mouth. <laughs> I mean, we should. 
<laughs> so um, we're gonna create a gag. We are not going to rip his tongue. Out. I just want to clarify. We are not going to rip his tongue. Out. <laughs> we would never. That is not what we are proposing, nor is it what we will do. All right. Uh, so you you create. You, so you don't rip his tongue. Out. Yeah, no, we, we don't. Do not. We, we do, do not. not. We, we don't. No. All right. You shouldn't have even brought it up. Yeah. Kat. Why, was, Kat, why are you being so weird about it, Cat? Like it's like you're obsessed with ripping this guy's tongue. Out. Listen, I don't want to rip this guy. <laughs> We're all looking for the guy who ripped his tongue out. I don't want to rip his tongue. Out. His tongue never was ripped out. It never was. Had been. Will to be. be by per us. Perchance. Shut the fuck up. Florida, so so you don't rip his tongue out. What do you do? We gag him. Yeah, you we say? Could, yeah, we could, why don't we rip off a little piece of cloth. Somebody else's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you say? That would be the funniest thing that anyone has ever said. I respect you so much right now. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we create a gag. Yeah, we we, we, we create a gag out of some fabric mm-hmm. from one of our new clothes. Yes. Has Corbin made a boob window yet? You don't know. But there's no. I mean, if if he hasn't made a boob window, there's no harm in in making it. Bigger. Yeah. So Corbin will rip some uh, fabric out of his chest. Um, maybe he'll go for a diagonal boob window oh, this time. Yeah, so like okay. one like titty, titty out, out. titty yeah. Yeah, 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 like a la um, a la baby bottle pop, a la yeah. baby bottle pop. Uh, link in the desert. Description. Oh yeah. And then I uh, tie it in a big old knot, and I gag him up. Gag him. You gag him up. All right, he is gagged. Um, he is he is gagged. He is restrained. He's gagged. Uh, you guys, he's gooped. You you guys tie him up with uh, <coughs> rope, I assume. Do you guys yeah. have rope? I we have, have rope. We've got rope. Yeah, you've got you're right. You've got the bag of holding. You've got yeah, rope. we've got rope. You got rope. All right, so you tie this guy up. You... We take his clothes off first. Uh, what? <laughs> that's the whole. That's why we, we did oh, this. Yeah, never mind. He's <laughs> like, sex pervert. Okay, yeah. We... All right, so you strip his clothes off. Yeah. You tie him up. You gag him. You throw him in the pit. I think we gently lower him into the pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're not, his, we're not trying to, we're not like, trying to like rip his tongue out or anything. <laughs> we're not trying to hurt him. Right. Give him a little kiss on the forehead. Tongue based yeah. or otherwise. Tell him yes. good night. Yeah. Leave him face down. Inside we sing the him the baby thing. bottle pop song. <laughs> we, we we give him a kiss and we say sleep well and dream of large women. All right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, now, Fran, you are disguised. You have a cart full of glowing yes. bones. Um, yes. Fran, are you, uh, you sure you're going to be all right pushing the cart? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Just don't touch any of the bones. Okay.
Swain did not need to become a crime-fighting vigilante. Yeah, he just needed to improve working conditions. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, literally. OSHA needed to get in there. He needed yeah. to bolster, give OSHA some funding uh-huh. to get safety regulations in all of these and toxic some, chemical plants. Fucking covers for the vats, please. Yeah. yeah. Covers. And while you're at it, maybe secure that water supply. You yeah, honestly. You know what? The water treatment facility at Gotham needed really to what? be overhauled. Water yeah. treatment. I have no joke to follow that up. <laughs> Water treatment is when, like, the Joker sneaks in and puts, like, laughing gas treatment into the water. Yeah. That's, how that's the water treatment. Yeah. Uh, uh, all the villains <laughs> at Arkham literally work at the water treatment That's, like, what they do with, like, the criminals to, like, have them, you know, pay their debt to society. Uh, nothing could go it's wrong like with they this get plan. Paid like three oh cents an hour. Correct. You guys, we're we are like ninety percent of the way to like writing our own holy musical Batman. We okay. really are. There's so there's so many different um, chemicals in the water <laughs> that it actually all neutralizes, it all neutralizes and it's it just fine. becomes water again. In fact, that's how it works. That's why they do this because they just know that everybody's gonna counter everybody's each other's gonna poison. do it. It's yeah. actually really good for you now. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. There's like it all becomes fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Juniper. Oh no! Fluoride in the water will calcify your pineal gland Don't and you know seal your third no. eye. Oh, shit, Fuck. you're right. Not my pineal gland. And yeah, and that's then- why Bruce is so fucking stupid. Oh.